Today's daf is daf This is Tuesday after Tishabov. So we're saying over here now that uh, we're trying. You're saying that the one who holds that if you steal an animal and you shecht it, um, and even though you had a, a shliach shechting on your behalf on Shabbos, so therefore the shliach will get killed. You have to pay the money, and the chacham disagree. They say there's no money changing hands. You have to pay any compensation. Why? Because Shimon says the author of the chacham, the, the anonymous chacham, is Shimon, who holds that since the shchita is not suitable, it doesn't prepare you to eat. Therefore, it's not a valid shchita. Now, the question is, if you shecht on Shabbos, you commit an Aveda, if, if the meat becomes treif, why does the meat become treif? In fact, we'll have three opinions here. I think Mara will say that the, the Rabbi Yechon Sandler, who believes that if you shecht on Shabbos, the shechita actually makes it the animal treif, you cannot eat it, is Rabbi Shimon agrees with Yechon Sandler, and therefore he says it's not a shechita ruya, and it's not considered a shechita, you don't have to pay the compensation. What's the story? That now, we look in the Mishnah, we have the Chul, somebody shechts on Shabbos, you will be killed for it. The shechita is kosher. So my answer is that the shechita on Shabbos is, makes it treif, renders the animal treif. What's the story? We have three opinions. Tanya, we learn, and we have a number of opinions how to understand the three opinions. We'll just learn the way Rashi learns. The Tanya, we learn the Braisa. If you cooked on Shabbos by accident, the law is that everybody, you, others, everybody can eat on Shabbos. It was a mistake. But be amazing if you did it deliberately, if you did it deliberately, then you cannot uh, eat it forever. There's no time you can eat it. But others can eat it, can eat it. That's how Rashi learns. Tasha learns that you don't eat it so much on Shabbos. After much Shabbos, you also can eat it. But anyway, you're the one who gets penalized. No one else gets penalized. Leave it on me. Because they didn't do anything wrong. Abuda says, no. Abuda says, if you did a Bishagig, then you can eat a Motei Shabbos. Why? Because we're scared next time you'll do it. And say, oh, I did a Bishagig. And but if you did a Bishagig, you can never eat from it at all. But others can eat from it afterwards. Rabbi Yechelah Sandler says, Bishagig, if it was Bishagig, if Rabbi Yechelah is strict to them all, he said, if you did it by mistake, you can eat it, Mishay Shabbos can only be eaten by others. You can never eat from it. Mishay Shabbos can be eaten by others. You will be penalized because next time you'll do it on purpose, you did it by mistake. But you can never eat from it. Everyone else can eat from it, only Mishay Shabbos. But you can never eat from it. But if you did it amazing, then the animal, the meat becomes treif. Nobody can eat from it. So that's why Shimon holds like that. Shecht on Shabbos, the meat becomes straight. So it's a shechita shein aruah. Says one of my time, Yechon Sandler. What's the logic of Yechon Sandler? Kedadosh Abchia apischad veinasiyos. You know why? Like Abchia wants darshan on the doorway of the of the house of the nasi. It says in the pasuk, "Shemar temesa Shabbos." You should guard the Shabbos. Ki kodesh hilachem. It is holy. We're comparing the day of Shabbos to kodesh to kachim. Ma kodesh also bachila. Just like kachim, you cannot eat. Af ma'isa Shabbos asudim bachila. If you do an activity on Shabbos itself, you cannot eat. If so, if we're comparing to Kachim, to Ima Kodesh Kachim, Osvano, nobody can have any personal benefit from it. So, Luchayda, Af Maise Shabbos, Osvano, you tell me that if I cook something in Shabbos, not only I cannot eat from it, but I cannot have any Hanar from it as well. Tamalayma, the word says Lochem. We had in Marabsach, and the Abel says Lochem, like um, we said by fats over there. That means you can use it for personal use, not to eat, but for other things, sell it and so on. So, Lochem Yehei. So, Yochel, I would have thought that Philip Shaki, if you're telling me that if activity was done on Shabbos, there was a rule has to rest. And if I did it on Shabbos, it becomes trait. So even if I did a b'shegi, what's if I did a amazing b'shegi? A malacha was done on Shabbos. The food should be come trait. Tamalema, that's why this very same pasuk says mechaleleha. Only if you desecrated deliberately, mice yuma. So we're talking about mechaleleha. When we said that the 
food becomes trafe, like Kodesh, is only talking about a case where you did it deliberately. The purpose, not by mistake. Says the Gemara, and now this Rabbi Yechonasan who says that if you shecht on Shabbos you cannot eat the food is pleading, but there's an argument in Rachel Avina. Chadam, one of them says, Maisa Shabbos that I say, he holds that anything you do on Shabbos, Mahatoyda becomes straight. Because on Shabbos, not only you have to rest, but the world around you has to rest. And therefore, the animal that you shechted becomes straight. The Chadam, the other one says, no, from the Torah perspective, the animal's kosher, it's Rabban, and we penalize you. We don't want you to have any benefit from doing any work on Shabbos. So man dama that I say kitam like we just explained. Man dama that abonan the one who said abonan amar but doesn't the pasuk say kodesh? What does he do with that pasuk? How can you say that the term is abonan means my kodesh? You could eat it says kodesh. Kodesh he on the contrary he stresses the word is he the day is kodesh. Who uh, kodesh? Ain maser kodesh. The other way around. So in fact this is the two opinions. Shabbos is the idea. Actually, Tom talks about the trivus. The machlek Tom Sefer now trivus is the idea of Shabbos that people have to that you have to rest. Or the idea of Shabbos is that the world around you should rest. And that's exactly what the two opinions are. That Kodesh, the, the, the day itself, Maaseh Kodesh, the day itself has to rest. Or He Kodesh, you, the day of Shabbos is Kodesh and people have to rest. And not Maaseh, not the activity you do with Shabbos, not the outcome, not the world around you. So when it says the day of Shabbos, it means people are resting in Shabbos. What's the swallow of the Rabbanon? The pottery, the one who says that it's the Rabbanon, Goes back to the original question. So really, it's a shechita ruya. So you should be paying the four or five times if you shechted it on Shabbos, because the animal you could eat. So why would the chacham say pata? He did through shliach. So he's chay misa. I should be paying the four or five times. Why? And 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 mahatayid. It's a valid shechita. Says the gemara. The man of rabbanon. My time, rabbanon. What's the rabbanon? The party. About the logic. Kick a party. Rabbanon. You're right. The rabbanon are not exempting in the case of Shabbos because a valid shechita. You definitely have to pay the four or five five times. So it says poitim. Asha'ara, the two other cases there. Um, two other cases. One is Yishechta Fabayduzara, where everyone agrees you cannot eat from it. Another one is Yishechta Desheranisko. Says, let me understand. If Yishechta Fabayduzara, remember, in order to, to become a rabbi, whatever it is, it has to happen in tandem. Or if uh, you want to say that, since you chai miss, you put that has to be in tandem. Let me ask a question. And not only in tandem, you have a problem. When are you liable for Avodah The moment you begin shechting and you start cutting off one of the two signs, you start cutting off one of the signs, the Safagas or the, or the Veshet, you sure you're already committed to sin of Avodah Itzalei, the animal comes also. But you're not high four or five times until you finish the shechita. So therefore, the, by the time you finish the shechita, ki katovach, when you shechted, lav the mori katovach. When you shechted, it's already... Avoid when you did avoid the it becomes Asa Bahana. The moment something is, is, is dedicated for consecrated for Avoid it becomes Asa Bahana. It means it belongs to nobody. If it belongs to nobody, when I finish the shechting and now I'm liable the four or five times, depending on the sheep or a cow, whose who's cow did I shecht? Nobody's, because it's already became Asa Bahana the moment I started shechting it. So why am I liable? Why does it say, Vera Meir Hojechaim? Ambarava says, Rava. It's talking about a unique case where the guy says, I don't want this animal to be away desert until I finish to complete the shechting. So, therefore, when you finish shechting and clear the thing, it will still belong to the owner. You shechted his animal. And therefore, the Yerchai of the four or five times and the Avoy desert. Avoy desert again, through a shliach and the Meshalech is Chai the four or five times. Okay, here it seems clear from the here as soon as the animal was sentenced to be put to death 
it already becomes Asabano, no longer belongs to the original owner. And therefore, the most question is when you shechted, whose animal you shechted? Not like a Rabbeinu Tam that says it becomes Asabano only after the animal died. And while the animal is still alive, it's not Asabano. Another thing is a big machlek is what Isabano means, what Asabano means. What Asabano means, it still belongs to me, I just can't benefit from it, or it no longer belongs to me. We'll talk about it more in other, in other Gemaris. So, the from the Gemara here is question. It seems clearly the more understood Asabano means it, it no longer has an owner, that it means it's no longer his. So it's a question how the other Rishayim who learned that Asabano means it's still yours, but you can't benefit. So what's the Gemara's question? It's still mine, therefore you're paying four or five times. Anyway, we're talking about over here, I'll tell you the case, the exceptional case by Shoin Iskul, Reuben gave the animal to Shimon to mind the hezik of Shimon. It caused damage while it was in the house of Shimon. The nigma didn't be Shimon, and then the animal, you know, killed somebody, and therefore the bezin took the animal, sentenced it to death, while it was under the, the, the control of the Shimon. Then the gun was stolen from the house of the shaman. It was stolen from the shaman. So your question is, the animal has no value. If the gun then shechted it, so what? I'll tell you. But I may have sovla kerab yakev for sovla kerab yakev. Like two opinions, like kerab yakev of shim. Sovla kerab like yakev. Dama says af mishenigma dinay. What happens? Can the bezin sent the animal to be put to death, which means the animal has no value? Can the shemer turn around to the person who gave him the animal and says, "Here, take your animal back. It's alive. It's living. It's breathing." I there's a law. The bezin that you know gave the hand down and said the animal has to be killed. So what? But right now, here's your animal. I may it holds like that opinion. You can say that. So you can give the animal back, but still it has no value. But Abshimon says, other things Abshimon, we haven't bring up Sachin. If, if the Shemit doesn't is not able to, re, to return the animal to the owner, then he has to pay back the owner the value of the animal. So by giving the animal back to the owner, he just saved himself all that money. And Dover something that saves him money, is just like money itself. So therefore, the animal is considered his, the animal is considered still yours, and that's why you have to pay four or five times. Okay, the Rabbah comes along and he gets another answer. Let's go back to the original question. Rameyah says, but what that we ask the question, we see the make clear holes that by, by death also we don't say come rabbinate. So if you shechted an animal on Shabbos, comes along, Rab gives another answer. Forget about a shliach. It's too much lumbus. I'll tell you a very simple thing. When do we say come there's money and, and death? We'll say get the death and not the money. In the case of the woman, you kill the woman, you don't pay for the miscarriage. But when there's a penalty, and we're talking now about a penalty, like um, the paying four or five times compensation. That's not the value of the animal. That's a penalty. A penalty is a kapara. We're not going to excuse your penalty because you're going to be put to death. You still have to pay the penalty. And therefore, Rabbi said, the shut yourself. But I may, I may hold and really that I may hold that if you get Malchus, you still have to pay. And really that if you, just, I believe a common rabbinate because the whole basis is by Misa. I, what about the case of Shechting? The shiny honey, these are all different. The Chiddush, the Chiddush, the Knas. That I forgot the Miklum Misham. Even though you got killed, you pay. So the same thing is with the second mission there. If a person forces upon his daughter, he gets Misa, but he still has to pay the penalty. You know why he gets paid the penalty? Because it's a Knas. The whole idea of, of, of abusing a girl, you pay the $50, that's a Knas, a penalty. And when it comes to a penalty, but the whole thing is the Chiddush, that doesn't matter if you're going to get killed. You still have to pay the penalty. But other Rabbi is consistent with you. Rabbi said, what happens? Let's say you stole a goat. You stole a goat and you shechted it on Shabbos. Why are you getting killed? Why are you killed? You know why? You already have to pay the value of the animal when you stole it on Friday. Now come Shabbos. What do you pay now? Knas. A knas, even though you're going to get killed while you're doing it, you get for, for the act, 
but you don't get uh, excused uh, from, from the class. See right here. But what happens if you stole the money on Shabbos and you shechted on Shabbos, then you are potter. Why? Because you're going to get killed. And therefore, even the first payment, the value of the animal, you're excused because and once you don't pay the first multiple, when we say four or five times, it has to be four or five, not three or four. Part of the four or five times is you have to pay, first of all, the, the, the money, the value, the object. you have to pay careful, the double, and then you pay your extra two or three times. But since we will say when it comes to the value of money, therefore you don't pay four or five times. So clear, Rabbi says, the mayor holds come when it's money, but when it's a class, a penalty, there's no come rabbinate. And once you don't pay for the neighbor, there's no four or five times anymore. Let's say you stole another example. You stole a goat and you shechted martelis in a cave. The tailor says that if somebody comes, if a guy comes to you, Muslim martelis comes into your house through a cave, you're allowed to kill him. Because if he came to a cave, he's prepared to kill you if you stand in his way. So this person is chai missus. If he stole a goat from your house and he shechted in the martelis, he is chai. Why? He stole it from your house. He became a Ganav already then. And then he brought it to the base, into the cave there, and he shechted it. So therefore, since uh, the, the part that you're doing right now is only a knas, even though it's on, even though you deserve to be killed at Mishas Maisa, we don't say come with Rabbanet, because the penalty is a come with Rabbanet. Okay, however... <clears throat> But if he stole it there in that cave and then he and then he shattered his potter, because since you're going to be excused from paying the value of the animal coming rabbi, your potter on the rest. So Mara asks a simple question. Why do I need both cases? The principle is exactly the same. Now Kamid Ramana excuses you from the value, but does not excuse you from penalties. So why do I need the case of Machteris and the case of the Shabbos? Mark explains, I'll tell you, there's a chiddush in each one. The Yashmin Shabbat, I only knew Shabbos, I was saying from this to Israel. Shabbos is also forever. Album, and therefore we'll say that well, that's strict. <clears throat> No, in other words, even a week later, they come along to bed and say, we saw this person in Mechal Shabbos be killed. Therefore, it's such a strict punishment. That's why we'll say, come lay with the Rabbi However, Machteres is only at the time. If tomorrow you found out this guy was in your house, they're okay, you're not allowed to kill him. You're not allowed to, tunnel, you're, sorry, tunnel, you're not allowed to kill him. It's only if Bishas Maisen. So therefore, it's a much weaker punishment. Maybe it doesn't excuse you for money. Abba Machteres is a show. It's only for time, for that time that, that happened in Malloy. Maybe it doesn't excuse you for the money. We knew the case of he doesn't need a warning because the very fact that he came through this tunnel to break into the house, he knows the consequences if he gets caught, and therefore you don't need to warn the person. Abel Shabbos, the boy has Shabbos, you cannot put someone to death unless he gave a warning first. So it's a much weaker punishment. That's why you need both. Papa comes along and says, Let's say you stole an animal, a bull, a cow, and you shechted on Shabbos, so since you stole it during the week and then on Shabbos, the exact same thing as Rabbah. Shekvan is chayi b'gnei b'koyim shiyavu this is Shabbos. You chayi b'gnei b'gnei during the week. Shabbos is uh, only for the four or five times and therefore there's no common with Rabbanei on Shabbos. Why? Because a penalty, we won't excuse you. Let's say you borrowed the animal. And you shechted on Shabbos. You are potter. If you borrow the animal on Shabbos, and uh, uh, if you borrow the site, you borrow the animal anytime, and you sh shecht it. So now you became a ganav. When do you become a ganav? Only the moment you shecht it, till then you were minding it. So you became a ganav on Shabbos at the same time that you shechted it. So therefore, since come with Rabbanit for the Gneva, you cut potter on the rest. <clears throat> Now, I don't understand. What's the Papa teaching us? Teaching us this principle we already know from Rabbah. Papa said, 
Shaula Oslash Minah. The Kiddush here is the animal was borrowed. So why is that a Kiddush? Salkadatah Minah. I would have thought, Hoyil Vaomer Papa. Since our Papa says that Mishas Meshicha, who this Chayil and Ruinaser, the moment you borrow the animal, you're ready to have all the responsibilities. So let's say the animal, let's say, dies or something and you're responsible. It's retrospective as if you already had to pay. In other words, we assume that as soon as you took the animal, you owe the person already a debt. If you pay that, bring the animal back, you're excused from that debt. So I would have thought that you became a Ghanif already the moment you borrowed it. And just when you bring the animal back and a month later, then you're exempt. So I would have thought that the Gnevis started a month ago, and what you shechted on Shabbos is, is only the Shechita part of it is a problem, and therefore there should be no Kamla Midrabadeh. Hochanam, I would have thought, I the, the moment I borrowed the animal, and therefore it's not happening in tandem. It's retrospective, the Gnevis part. Because as soon as I took the animal, I already owe the person the value of that animal. Kamash will know that until the animal was stolen, it's not considered stolen. As long as the animal is alive, you don't owe the person anything, just you have to return the original animal. The moment you shechted, that's the moment you stole it, and it all happened on Shabbos. And therefore, in that case, you say, come labor the rabbi